And welcome back to Playoff Christmas Eve episode of the Burnley Podcast. Joined by Tom, joined by Thomas. Special guest appearance. Welcome back, Joe. Nice to have you here. Uh, today, it's going to be strictly Stanley Cup uh, playoff uh, round one predictions. Uh, if you want to know my thoughts on the Flames season, we will have that later this week. Uh, but let's just get right into this, guys. Playoffs, best time of year. Unfortunately, Joe and I's teams are not there, but Joe's has a good chance of Connor Bedard while the Flames just suck ass and everything. Um, we will, uh, let's start in the West because we'll, we'll make our way to the Leafs in the East at the end. Um, let's start in the West. Some decent matchups. I'm not overly excited for probably, I think I'm only interested in one of the series that are happening. Let's start with the Pacific Division, uh, not Pacific, the Central uh central division winners Colorado Avalanche they're going to go up against Seattle Kraken second year expansion team they made it in Thomas's hot take looking good from the beginning of the year uh I'm gonna give it to you Joe Seattle Colorado who do we got in this series uh I got Colorado in five and the main reason is that you know Colorado clinched home ice right at the end there so they have home ice uh, to start the series, Seattle, obviously their second year in the league. It's their first ever playoff appearance. They do have a lot of depth on the team. There's no true stu- superstar on this team yet. Maybe Matty Beniers becomes that, but he's not quite there yet. Vince Dunn's had a great year, but what's going to kill them and what killed Nashville in last year's first round series um, is that just they're just Colorado's just too good and they're going to overwhelm. Because it's not like Seattle snuck in, really, but they just don't have that experience really yet. Even though they have guys that have been there and done that before, uh, the thing that will do them in 100% is their goaltending. It's downright awful. And, like, I don't know how they even had the first wild card to begin with, to be fully honest. Um, they they basically relied on Martin Jones and his, like, 890 save percentage, like, for most of the year. Grubauer has continued to be the one of the worst contracts in the league. Um, and just Colorado, even though they're a lot less talented as they were this time last year, no land obviously Kadri's gone. We already know this. And then they're a little bit banged up on the back end. Um, I just think that they're going to overwhelm Seattle. They know how to win and then their top players are going to be their top players. So I have Colorado in five. So to Tom. Yeah. And so like, that's exactly what I had. And like what you said about, uh, Colorado overwhelming Seattle, like that's Seattle defense it's so poor in their own end um and whoever they put in net like they're so easy to overwhelm so easy to score against and like a team like colorado doesn't even have to do much to just put it in the back of the net uh i think to seattle wills week out a game i think they'll be able to the depth of the roster that they have will sort of lend itself to they'll get one game i don't think there's going to be many sweeps this year but like if there is one it'll probably be the series uh i'm gonna say yeah avalanche avalanche in five i think they're just gonna overwhelm seattle and uh seattle won't be able to put up the physical fight either i think which goes well for colorado seeing as they're kind of injury prone this year so russo uh, yeah, you guys basically nailed on the head. Uh, Colorado in five. Um, I know the Avs, they it took them a while this year to get going, 
Uh, they dealt with a million injuries, like Landis Gog had among them, but uh, they're playing their their best hockey of the year at absolutely the right time. They have two hundred point guys and McKinnon and Ranton and Makar's coming back. Um, you know, it, like Alex Georgiev, like what a pickup he ended up being. I think we all kind of, you know, roll our eyes at it. Like, oh, I don't know if I love that, but he had a fantastic year. Um, I, I just, yeah, the Avs are, they're too strong. They're too skilled. They're too talented. Uh, obviously they know how to win. They won last year and Seattle's goaltending is, just, it's so bad. Maybe Grubauer playing against his old team. Maybe he, it, it sparks some kind of thing in him, but um the the Seattle is a team they're good but they're not Colorado good you know Jared McCann's a great player you know they got some nice young pieces like Matty Beneers I thought maybe they should bring up Shane Wright but I was like okay it doesn't matter but um yeah it, Colorado's too good they're gonna I think they're gonna run them right over um abs in five yeah uh I'll, I'll i'll cheer up seattle a little bit more but i'm also going with the abs and six i just think that seattle kraken they actually do have a good defense tom they're second in the league with shots against allowed uh per game so it's pretty good like they have the second best defense i guess if you want to call it really? where they get shots against yeah they have second wow. best. yeah because i was gonna say like every time i watch them if you get them scrambling it's in the back of their net yeah it's because their goalies stink <laughs> um they just let in the weak goals all the time but i think a few x factors on the seattle kraken will be Yanni Gord, obviously Stanley Cup pedigree, and Brandon Tanov, they're just going to go out there and hit you every single shift. And I think that could bother the um, the Colorado defense a little bit because Kel McCarr's day-to-day walking into the playoffs, we already know it. We already know he's not going to be 100% when he enters the playoffs because, okay, like he's they said he was going to be out a pretty much a long time, but when he goes, comes to the playoffs for the Avalanche, they're going to need him. And uh, the thing about the Avalanche is Landis Gog was out there all year, so they're good without playing with him. Um, they've done fairly well without him. So I think without wins. him in their lineup is just, they're fine. Like, look at them down the stretch. And that Nathan McKinnon guy, whew, down that stretch, he finished, I think, sixth in the league in points and he was out a couple games and he put on a oh, yeah. at the end of the year. So no, I think he was, uh, I think he was fourth. I think he got up there. Yeah, he, he was incredible, but he was I'm going Avalanche in six here. I just think Seattle might squeak in maybe two games, maybe one at home, one away, maybe on they're on the ropes, so I'll go Avalanche in six. But, yeah, we all have the same idea. Yeah, all right. Let's move on. Uh, Minnesota-Dallas. Um, honestly, I don't even know how to look at this series. Uh, I don't know if Joel Erickson-Eck is available for the series as of yet. Kirill Kaprizov's back for Minnesota, but – to me, this series can go either way. Philip Gustafson has been unbelievable for the Wild this year. I'm assuming he's going to be their game one starter. Uh, but we all know what Jake Ottinger can do. I witnessed it firsthand last year. If he can channel any of that energy that he had from last year, it's over for Minnesota. In saying all of that, um, I think this series goes all the way. Um, but I think in the end, I think Dallas, their team is just too talented this year. Um, at least in comparison to the Wild. I think their their team defense, Haskinen being as their number one, has been great. They've had uh, Esa Lindell really step up. And they got a, a phenomenal first line. Joe Pavelski just doesn't age. Uh, and we all know about Jason Roberts and Rope Hansen. Like, Jamie Benz had a renaissance of a year. And it seems like any team, first year Pete DeBoer, they make the finals. <laughs> I don't know if Dallas will get there. Um, but I am going to go with uh, the stars. I'm going to take them in seven. Damn, you have them in seven. I'll say I have them in six. Like you mentioned the Erickson Eck injury. I don't know how doubt he's going to play at all from what they said uh, after he got hurt. Like that sounds like it's going to be a while. Uh, and 
outside of him, it's Kirill and Dallas is so deep. They're such a good, tough team. They're built for the playoffs. I'm saying six. I wouldn't even be surprised if it ends in five, honestly. I I like the Dallas Stars this year. And I have them going I have them going pretty deep. So that that's all I'll say. I'll pass it over to Joe. Yeah, I have the stars also in six. Like you kind of outlined the difference between Minnesota and Dallas is that I just think Dallas, that top line is just better than anything. Even though like Minnesota's Kaprizov, he's back Erickson Eck being out is a big loss down the middle with a team that has horrible center depth. Um and like I just think they're gonna they just have too much depth this year. Dallas, like they added, you know, the Donov, they added Domi at the deadline, they have that great first line and and like if Ottinger can just dial it back to last year, then it'll be like the same result um, for the Minnesota Wild, which is just not. It's the Wild every year. Right? It's every year. It's the Wild or mediocre first round exit, right? And they, they can't seem to figure it out, even though they have Kroko Riso on the team, which is about uh, laughable to me. But hey, to be to be fair, before you go, yeah, w- w- they're doing it with that salary cap penalty this year. So <laughs> like, true, I'll yeah. give them credit there. <laughs> Um, to do it next year too. I'm also yeah. going to go with the Dallas Stars here, boys. Uh, Dallas and six here. Um, so I'm kind of leaning towards your take, and Tom, it could be five games, but because the number one reason, uh, the Dallas Stars are number one in the in the league in faceoffs, and they're going up against a team who doesn't have really great centers, and the Dallas Stars in all defensive categories are top ten in the league, which is pretty incredible. I don't think anyone really talks enough about their defense they just go to that first line which is also very incredible but they have a good defense they also have jake ottinger so you mix those together it's a nightmare for the minnesota wild because the minnesota wild don't really run and gun these days they really just push the limits and kind of uh, have a tight game if they want to win it and you know dallas i think is one of those perfect teams where they can match up well against the wild but i'll go with the stars and six games here all right um Sounds good. Let's move on to this is going to be, in my opinion, the quickest series in the West. Um, Vegas, Winnipeg. For me, it's easy. Golden Knights in five. Winnipeg, they've been limping since the All-Star break. If it wasn't for Calgary tripping over themselves uh, (laughs) night in and night out, or even if Nashville hadn't sold the deadline, Winnipeg doesn't make it. Um, To me, the Golden Knights, (laughs) we all knew Mark Stone would be healthy. He's ready to go for game one. Uh, Jack Eichel, this is going to be his first appearance in the playoffs. I expect him uh, to really step up here. I think he's going to be excited. Um, and you know what? Like, I don't know if Logan Thompson is playing. I don't know um, uh, who's going to be their goal. It's probably going to be Jonathan Quick. Um, but, yeah, I just I think Winnipeg, they've been so bad down the stretch. They barely got there when they were in contention for first in the West. Yeah, I remember that. Before the All-Star break. Uh, to me, it's not even going to be close. This can be a sweep. I'll give Winnipeg one game because they have Connor Hellebuck. Uh, and he can steal the series, but I just don't think Winnipeg has been good enough. I don't think Rick Bonus is going to have this team going the way they should be. And the Jets just don't seem motivated anymore. I don't know what it is. They just don't seem like they have that knack to get going anymore like they were kind of at the beginning of the year. Um, and I don't even think the Golden Knights are that strong. I think they've kind of been playing down to a lot of other teams' levels too. So, uh, again, they had a great start to the year. That's why they finished first in the Pacific. So, um, I'm going to take the Golden Knights. I'll take them in five. Wow. Yeah. Like, I have the exact same for all the reasons you said. Like, uh, even Vegas in five just because Connor Hellebuck. 
and it's not going to be because the offense showed up for that game. It'll be the Jets getting caved in 40 to 20 in shots and Connor Hellebuck just somehow squeaks out a win. Like, it's not going to be. I don't think it'll be a pretty series. Um, If anything, like, I'd lean Golden Knights in fours. Like, the Jets are done. Jets are done. They don't want to play. Yeah, I'm going to give the Winnipeg Jets one more game instead of you guys. I'll give them uh, the Vegas Golden Knights in six games here just because obviously that Hellebuck factor. And another factor is I don't know who the hell is playing in net for Vegas. Is it Orsois? Is it Hill? Is it Thompson? Is it Jonathan Quick? But I guess cap doesn't matter in the playoffs clearly because they have four goalies they can easily play on the roster. You're going to have to pick every night who's going to be in it. And does that like knack Vegas? Does that help Winnipeg? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the Jack Eichel factor, like you said, Russo, hopefully comes out guns a blazing. Um, and yeah, Vegas can phew, Vegas is one of the hardest hitting teams in the league, and they're going to do some damage on that bottom six of Winnipeg and that decor. But I think if you give Winnipeg enough opportunities on the power play, I think they'll kind of sting the Vegas Golden Knights here and there. But other than that, I don't know. Vegas is a strong team. I don't think they're as strong as uh, the 2018 team they had versus Winnipeg in that conference final years ago, Russo, like you said. But it's uh they have a pretty good deep good team and deep team so i'll take the uh, vegas golden knights in six joe yeah i'm also the same as alex and tom golden knights in five and i'm not going to like reiterate all the points you guys just said but i'm so fascinated whenever winnipeg's out which is most likely this round what's going to happen in the offseason because they have mark shifley and connor hellebuck with one year left on their deals and they have a guy in dubois who is the biggest drama queen i've ever seen in the <laughs> Um, they have they have a lot of decisions to make in the offseason. Who knows if Shevel Dayoff gets fired? I, I don't know what's going to happen with Winnipeg. I'll only give them a game because of the goalie, like you guys said. Their power play could could do some things, but I, I don't know. I just don't see it. They just that core there, they just seem to like not like each other for some reason anymore. Like there's all that beef. In last offseason, they stripped Wheeler. Like, there's something clearly wrong there in that locker room. So, I'll just go Golden Knights in five. All right. Um, last series of the West. To me, this will be the most exciting series. Uh, rematch of last year's first round, Edmonton, Los Angeles. At the beginning of this, um, I was going to say the Kings, but uh, the Oilers are riding a nine-game winning streak heading into uh, – Heading into the playoffs, McDavid's playing the best hockey he's ever played. Leon Draisaitl's playing the best hockey he's ever played. Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, Zach Hyman, Darnell Nurse, Matias Ekholm has been unbelievable since they got him. Stuart Skinner is looking like a legitimate number one goalie. I think the Kings are a really good team. I just don't see a way they're stopping this Edmonton train. Uh, they've just been so damn good down the stretch. I think it's the stat since they got Matias Ekholm, they're like 18-2-1. and Yeah. I mean, they're they're rolling. They're they're the they've wow. been they've been I think a top two team in the league. I think since the All Star break, they've been unbelievable. They've been so good. I hate to say it because I'm a Flames fan. I hate to see that. You know, I I would love to see the Kings win in seven, but I think the Oilers are going to win, and I think they're going to do it in six games. They're they're just a well oiled machine right now. It's going to take a honestly. It's going to take a miracle for the Kings to stop McDavid. And dry saddle, considering what we know, how good both of them are, both of them were last year, and and dry saddle did that playoff all in one foot. Now he's fully healthy. Um, I just think it's gonna be it's gonna be a mess for the for the Kings, and I think the Oilers are gonna take this uh, in six. Yeah, like I have 
this will be the series I think we look back on after the first round and go, that was so good, I wish it was longer. And it's going to be, I see this series going like five games, maybe six uh, for the Oilers, but every game will be coming down the last five minutes, coming down to overtime. It'll be something of that nature. It'll be such a close series, and the Oilers, they just have McDavid, Dreisaitl healthy versus Jonas Corposalo. I love the Kings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I love what the Kings are doing. I love their whole team. I think the matchup, one, two, three, down the middle, uh, even on the wings, like, if there's a team in the first round that, like, Edmonton would be scared to play, it would have been the Kings or probably the Stars, but man it's just the oilers look so good and like you said uh the winning streak that they had at the end of the year you know who two of the teams in that streak was it was the kings they lost two nothing and three one which aren't typically oiler scores right oiler scores are six four five two uh around there i think this is gonna go it's gonna be a fantastic series but it's gonna end quickly in five for the oilers yeah, I'll go. Um, I said uh, Oilers in six as well. Um, kind of like you guys already mentioned, uh, McDavid and Dry too good this year, and they were amazing last year in the playoffs as well. But I think just the overall team is better. Like you said, like Nugent Hopkins, Hyman having careers. Ekholm really stabilized the D. Skinner is right now is better than forty-year-old Mike Smith. So like, they won it in seven last year. It was a lot closer. Um, the Kings. Like, again, like it's a like corporate solid they have to really rely on. Um, they have a lot of younger players, some vets in there. I don't know if Kevin Fiala is fully healthy really either. Um, and he's like easily one of their best players when he's healthy. So with that reason, I'll have the Oilers in six games. Yeah, every every opponent you guys seem to beat up on, I'm kind of optimistic on. I think it's going to be a closer series than people think. Just because last year it went seven games and they all both, all those players in Edmonton went God mode and they like shut them down sometimes in that series um they're getting drew doughty back he wasn't there last year that's a big addition to that decor they got kavrikov for the deadline that's another addition uh for defense for that decor their goalies i don't know who's gonna start every game i don't they have a really big question mark for me i just think it's gonna be a lot closer but i do have the edmonton oilers in six um yeah i think it's gonna be a great series but it's gonna be close um the kings can shut down some teams with those two centers obviously Kopitar and Philip Deneau but I don't know if they're gonna in my case they're not gonna shut them down uh, good enough obviously the Edmonton Oilers are gonna win in six for me but it's just I, I think it'll be a lot closer than people think yeah um all right let's move over to the east we'll start with the president's trophy winning Boston Bruins taking on the Florida Panthers the Panthers they they scratched they clawed they got all the way back they it didn't look good for them earlier in the year, but they somehow, some way, thanks to probably Matthew Kachuk, uh, have found them, themselves in a wildcard spot. Unfortunately, for all the good they did, they get to go up against the record-setting Boston Bruins, just the machine that's known as the Bruins. If you ask me, I think if the Bruins were going to draw one of these wildcard teams, I think Florida's the worst one they could have drawn. I think the Panthers, they're just, they're playing great right now. They're playing their best hockey, but I still don't think it's enough. Who is Florida's starting goalie? Is it going to be Alex Lyon? Like, and I know he's been great, um, 
but to me, the Bruins are the best team in the NHL. As of right now, they're the best team in the NHL. Pasternak is playing the best hockey of his life. Bergeron may not start the series. I guess we'll find out. But they've been they've had question marks all year. And like I think Joe, like we were talking like Joe and Thomas, like we were talking about it when they set the wins record, where it's like, who would have seen this coming? And it's like they had question marks all year. Their defense isn't good enough. Here's Hampus Lindholm reverting back to form. And here's Dmitry Orlov coming over from the Capitals. They're forwards. It was like, ah, we're a little bit old. Ah, here's Pasternak, 60 goal year. Here's Jake DeBrus scoring 30. Tyler Bertuzzi coming in at the deadline, doing great for them. And then like goaltending, it's like, ah, their goaltending should be fine. Here's Linus Olmark with an almost record-breaking season. And Jim Montgomery has these guys playing like, I saw a tweet, someone said, uh, Jim Montgomery really walked in on the first day of the <laughs> first day of training camp and said, why don't we just kick everyone's ass? And that's what they've done. And to me, I think Florida's going to put up a fight. I think they're a good team. They got some really good players. Kachuk's obviously a superstar. They got Barkov or Haggy's been unbelievable for them. To me, it comes up. Their defense isn't great. Their goaltending is a major question. Like if it is Alex Lyon, again, he's been good for them. Playoffs is a different animal. Right. Um, Bruins in six for me. I it could be five, but I'll give Florida a few games just because I think they have some really awesome players that can take over a game. But I'll take Bruins, I'll take them in six. All right. So this series, like you kind of said, like who's the Panthers starting goalie? <laughs> Bobrovsky's completely unavailable, right? I have no idea. But like, even if he is, Tom, I don't like I just <laughs> you don't play him but, at this point. But but or he might go four games and shut the Bruins out. You don't know. It's Sergei Bobrovsky. But like kind of like you said, like, man, the Panthers came in and they're hot. And unfortunately so for the, the Bruins. Yeah, I'm so, so are the Bruins. Unfortunately for the two uh, division winners in the East, I don't want to play either of the wild card teams. Like the Islanders or Panthers both had to bite and claw until Pittsburgh kind of caved in and lost. Uh, it was so close. They played so well down the stretch. Like we watched Panthers games. Uh, like as Leaf fans, they played them down the stretch, and it was like. This team's kind of tough. I don't know yeah. if they're good. I don't know if they're really good. They have the talent. I don't want to play Matthew Kachuk. And I think, like, if Bergeron is out for game one or game two, and depending on how the series goes, like, if the Bruins are going to walk the first two games, like, he might sit out the entire first round if this ends quick. It kind of all depends on... Like, as a Leaf fan, we're looking at this and, like, Florida, go kill somebody. And I I think the Panthers could. Ratko Gudis, Matthew Kachuk, Ryan Lomberg, you're shit at hockey, but, like, you'll kill somebody. You'll gladly kill somebody. Yeah, he would, yeah. Uh, and if, like, the aging Bruins, who were kind of healthy all year, and now they're running into injury troubles, and you're looking at a long... I mean, not really... Marshand and McAvoy started the year at LPIR. That's a good point. But, like, <laughs> they came back and were healthy, and that was all, like, last year's stuff. And Linus Allmark, I think he'll be good for game one, but even he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you don't know about Nick Felino. Taylor Hall presumably yeah, will be okay. Like, four flying forward, who gives a shit. Yeah. I don't know. There's a couple. 
the Bruins have a couple more question marks that like I don't think it's as easy sailing as a regular season was for them. And I just think Florida is a tough, tough matchup, not necessarily skill wise, but they're going to they're going to hurt the Bruins and make it really tough. But that being said, Bruins and five. <laughs> here's all my reasons why the panthers can upset but also ruins are gonna slaughter <laughs> yeah, them exactly <laughs> joe <laughs> yeah i saw bruins in five so i'm gonna go back to your first point russo that you made you said that boston like the worst matchup could have been florida i disagree i think the Islanders would have been the worst because they have a goalie that's top three in the league that could have Fair stolen enough. two to three games yeah. in that series. And they still play the same way that Barry Trotz's Islanders played. Boring as shit, not entertaining at all, defensive-ass hockey. So I think that would have been worse for a, a Boston team that's a little bit more methodical in how they play. Florida is really run and gun, and defensively they're awful. Like, it doesn't even – not even just specific players – they allow a ton of chances and shots against, and they have the Lion King back there standing on his head almost every night. So, like, Florida's a good team up front. They have great forwards. Montour had an unbelievable season out of nowhere. Ekblad's been ass uh, point-wise, but, like like you said, like, I agree, like, that they'll, they'll probably just try to out-hit Boston, like, just yeah. hit, finish every check and things like that. But, but just the way that they play and, like, the goalie's a major question mark. I just, like, again, I'll give Florida one game because they have really talented forwards, but I saw Bruins in five. Yeah, as a Leafs and Lightning fan, like, you want both of these teams just go kill each other because that's their style of hockey. They just go in the corner and just hit each other. And they have a well, few players, like we mentioned, Tom, like you mentioned, Tom, they just hit each hit. <laughs> yeah, or, like, the best-case scenario, too, uh, like, just looking at a round two matchup, mm-hmm. if we all pick the Leafs or whatever, um, is historically, you want a team to get beaten to shit in the first <laughs> round uh win in four or five yeah and then they have the off days after uh historically that's does not go well for the team that sweeps but i mean hey bruins are different so yeah and i'd love to see matthew kachuk and marshan go at it for a few more games than it should be because we're all going short with the series i'm also going bruins in five here just think they're the best team in hockey. And I also think like when the playoffs start, everyone starts at zero. And I think, you know, what you yeah. said, Tom, about the Florida Panthers, it could well happen. We just don't know <laughs> what Bruins team is going to show up. Like, obviously they had that president's trophy season. They've had an historic season in the national hockey league, but come game one of the playoffs, you have no idea what team is going to show up on either end and every team in the playoffs. But yeah, I also think Bruins five. So that's, that's yeah, one way just, to think about just, it. Just last point on the Bruins. It's like, they know this is it. Yeah. right mm-hmm. every guy in that room probably knows like this is it like this is our one chance which is why like i think like they're just going to take everything from the regular season and they're bringing it to to the playoffs because mm-hmm. that's my opinion uh okay let's make this one quick because there's like nothing to talk about here carolina new york uh i mean it's it, this is a series where i i don't even know Ilya sorokin can steal this and islanders can win in four like they did in uh 2019 when they beat the penguins and like when robin leonard was standing on his head but i don't know to me there's the, the islanders don't have enough talent bo horas has been shit since they got him uh we don't even know if matt barzell is going to be ready for game one uh for me the hurricanes look i know they don't have svechnikov but 
they still got a lot more talent than the Islanders. I don't have much to say about this series. I'm just going to say Hurricanes in five. Wow. I'll go the complete opposite way. I still will say, if you could think of a worse series in your head, I I would like to know what it is, because I don't think you can get possibly worse than this. This is Carolina who just shoots the lights out hoping to score versus a team who does not let you shoot and refuses to shoot in the offensive zone. Mm. Um, but I don't like Carolina. I'm not hot on them. This is the popular upset, and I am going to go with the Islanders in this, and Islanders in seven. And I would have picked, I would have picked, if it was Pittsburgh, I would have picked Pittsburgh. If it was Florida, I would have picked Florida. If they dropped down and had to play the Rangers, I'd pick the Rangers. I don't think, regardless of who it was, Carolina was making it out of the first round. I don't like their team. I, I like their team. I don't like it. I don't think they're as good as they have led on for the last couple of years. Uh, and I'm going to say Islanders in seven because they have the better goalie. Who of the three are nope. Carolina starting? You don't know. Come on, Game playoff seven. ready. Who might be the third stringer? What do you think, Joe? What do you think? I, I'm going to go Hurricanes in six, but it's a very tentative pick. Like you, you said, Tom, like I, I have, I've been off on the Hurricanes for years. I don't know what their hype is. They do so well in the regular season, but then once the playoffs start, they could barely get their shit together. Like last year, they went to the game seven of the second round. I think they, I don't think they won one game on the road that whole no. run and they still lost in the second round. Like it was so pathetic. Um, and like obviously the Svechikov injury hurts. Patch Ready, they signed, played five games, tore his Achilles twice. Um, and like they just like you said, the style they shoot, it's like, oh, every time you look at the box score, if you don't watch them play, wow, they had 50 shots. They dominated. They just shoot from every angle of the offensive zone and their D shoot a ton. Like now that they have Brett Burns, who scored 17 goals this year, they just shoot from everywhere, which is good. Obviously, quant quality, you know, sorry, quantity. Eventually they'll break through. But they just don't play a style where they I don't know. Like they just seem so off. Yeah, they're every weird. time they get to the yeah. playoffs, it's kind and of just they, they get they get yeah they get like the teams could could stop that. Um, and especially like, Sorokin. Sorokin's if you, amazing. If you run through the defense, yeah, like Sorokin's gonna see it, the shot from fifty feet away all night. Yeah, exactly. So I have this. I saw the Hurricanes in six because of that of the talent deficiency that the Islanders have. Just they don't play well at all. They're so boring to watch. Both teams are, but. I think Carolina will get the job done in six, but I will not be surprised at all if there's an upset. Yeah, I'm taking the Tom approach here and going with the Islanders in seven here, boys. So we're split down the middle two each. Um, the Carolina Hurricanes are one of the best defensive hockey teams in the league. And I don't know why I'm picking the Islanders because that should scare every Islanders fan for that matter because the Islanders don't really have a lot of offense, but they should get Barzell back for game one. I don't know if that's an X factor, quote unquote, for them, uh, but it should help their offensive chances, I guess, against the Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina Hurricanes D is amazing. Uh, the New York Islanders goalie is unbelievable. This series, like you said, guys, it could be just like tight ass hockey, goes to overtime, someone scores a garbage goal, and it's, it's we're moving on to the next game. And we don't know who's starting in that for the Carolina Hurricanes. We know who's starting in that for the Islanders. Um, is Freddie going to be playoff Freddie or is he going to be regular season Freddie? Because regular season Freddie gets injured for a couple games. Playoff Freddie, he's there, but he doesn't play good. Um, when it comes so to it is Freddie is the expected goalie right now. 
that's that's an unfortunate matchup because I think Sorokin wins that matchup seven out of seven games here. But I'm going to go with the Islanders here. I think the upset here is there for the taking. I don't know why I don't like the Carolina Hurricanes team, even though I picked them to go to the Stanley Cup finals last year. Um, They just kind of get in the playoffs and kind of choke, I guess, if you want to use that word, uh, because we know what that is like here in Toronto. But Carolina Hurricanes are weird. They haven't had Svechnikov for half the year. And people talk about missing Patrick. Dude, he played three games. That does not even count. Yeah. And I think we're all mad at the Carolina factor that they didn't really make any trades at the deadline to get someone. Like, they got Pooley-Arvey, but he's on the fourth line. Um, they got Goss to spare. That was a good pickup. That was a good pickup. Mm-hmm. They, they have the, one of the best defenses of the league. I, I, that should help them, but I don't know. It feels like an upset here, boys, for me. So, yeah, me and you, Tom, are on the same page here. Yeah, it's the it's the Sorokin factor, right? Yeah. If he gets hot, which I mean, he probably will. It's goaltending could take you anywhere. We saw it last year at Calgary in Dallas, right? So, yeah. who knows? Who knows? All right, so moving on. This is going to be my favorite matchup of the first round, East or West. This is it for me: New Jersey, New York. If you guys have listened long enough, you guys know I'm my second team is basically the New Jersey Devils. Um, they finally get in with. <laughs> Like one of the most uh, probably out of nowhere years, like a team that we probably expected to be better, but not 52 wins better. Um, This is going to be a real good matchup. Obviously the the Rangers went all out of the deadline, Tarasenko, Kane. uh, They brought in some big names. Hey, New Jersey, the same. They went and got the biggest fish on the market, Timo Meyer to to add to their already fantastic offense. It's going to be close for me. Uh, the X factor, like, I think we all know it's probably going to come down to goaltending. Igor Shosturkin, Vitek Vanacek, we know who the better goalie is. But if we're talking from a team top to bottom, I still lean the Devils. I think their offense is better. I think defensively, I think they have the, the – New York has the best defenseman in the series uh, with Adam Fox, but Tucky Hamilton isn't far behind them, uh, which is kind of funny that they were in the same trade together. Mm. Uh, now they're facing off against each other. But to me, like the Devils are just so good everywhere. They're expected, like you can look at all their metrics, expected goals, Corsi 4, they're at the top of all of it. But they have the star talent too. Jack Hughes, he's here. He's one of the best players in the league. Uh, Nico Heischer has developed into one of the best two-way centers in hockey. They brought in Timo Meyer, like I said. Jesper Bratt, sure, he had a rough end to the year. But he's looking like he's getting back on track. Like I said, Hamilton's unbelievable. Um, to me, I'm going to have so much fun in this series. Mm-hmm. Hockey wins here. Hockey wins. I'm going to take the Devils in seven. I, I, It's going to be an awesome series. I am so excited. Hey, like Luke Hughes might be in the playoff lineup. He looked great in those two games he played. So just add another young budding star into there. But I'm going to go Devils in seven. But like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if it goes the other way uh, just due to the Shesterkin factor, but um, I'll take Devils in seven. I'll go the opposite way of you. So I do think, like, Leafs Lightning aside, uh, this will be the most fun series probably in a while. This will be seven straight home games for the New York Rangers. Imagine that. Uh, it's such a... Like, the team on paper, Russo, like you said, the Devils are probably the better team. I think analytically, what the Devils are one of the best teams. The Rangers, not so much. They're more run and gun. Uh, I, I really think, though, 
It's going to go seven. It's going to go the distance. It'll be in New Jersey. Yep. But I think Igor Shosturkin is going to pull some weird shit out of his ass. And unfortunately, it's going to eliminate the New Jersey Devils, which, man, it hurts to say. I, I love the Devils. I love their team. I love everything they've done. They're so deep and up uh, through their top nine. They have winners like Palat. The back end is so good. Like Luke Hughes is going to be their seventh defenseman. And he, the first game he played, it's such a good team. Uh, but I just think the Rangers, like they loaded up as well. They did everything they could at the deadline. Uh, and I don't necessarily love the Rangers play. I don't think they're the best team. Uh, they don't play the best team game. But I think they're going to somehow pull this out. And I think it's going to be on the back of Igor Shosturkin in seven games. But it, it will be. This will be the series to watch. And I'm kind of bummed it overlaps with the Leaf series. So Yeah, I Tom, I have the exact same thinking as you in the sense that the Devils, I think, are the better team. But that goalie is going to be the difference maker. So I also have Rangers in seven. The Rangers' way of play and like just their top players are not fast skaters at all. Like they have Panarin, Kane, Tarasenko, that their foot speed's not great. They have Kreider who could wheel. It's a been a job's pretty quick. But then even that kid line, they're not great skaters. And if the Devils, like again, this is such a coin flip series for me. I could go either way in seven. I think the goalie's the biggest X factor and. I think just top to bottom, the Devils have a better, younger, quicker roster. The Rangers have more veteran leadership. They have more experience. But I just think it's going to come down to goaltending. It's Banachek versus Shesterkin, as we just said. Um, so I also i am going to go Rangers in seven. Again, would not be surprised if Devils won this series. They do start at home, even though the Rangers fans will be invading, like Tom said, seven home games there. But I'm going to go games. Rangers. Yeah, I'm going to go Rangers in seven. but. I think the Devils, top to bottom, have a better, younger, faster team. Hey, don't underestimate the power of the Rock. The uh, Devils fans have been great this year. It's I wouldn't a, underestimate. Like, I wouldn't I've underestimate been to it. both. The, the Rock is a fun building. And, like, mm-hmm. no matter who they play, I think I saw them play the Panthers on, like, a Sunday afternoon. Bro, they hate the Rangers. They're just <laughs> – they're playing the Panthers, and it's just like, yo, fuck the Rangers. Yeah, they do. Uh, Devils fans are going to be out in full force. I wouldn't yeah, call sure. a Rangers home game if I uh, if I had to guess. Tom Thomas. Yeah, well, I'm I'm also going to join those two over there with the New York Rangers oh, in six games here. Worse. It's it, we we've all said the same things. We've all said the same points. The X factor in net, uh, the goaltender. They have the better goalie, obviously, in New York Shesterkin. Um, their style of play. The New Jersey Devils are faster. But another thing is like the Rangers will like literally run you through out the building. Like they'll, they'll, everyone can hit, everyone can knock each other. I don't know who on New Jersey is going to do that. Like they have Brendan Smith, but Brendan Smith's not a good hockey player. He may not like, even play. Yeah, exactly. And he might not good even play. He's been. Like Nate yeah. Bastion, but he's on the fourth line. Like, is he going to mm-hmm. do that much damage? Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't think New Jersey's going to be able to keep up with the, um, the hitting power of the, of the New York Rangers. It's just, they have a lot of big boys and they have the experience. They've all been on the run together. Um, Kane, obviously he's been on a couple runs and he's just joining that team. Tarasenko, 
He just went on a run with the St. Louis Blues not too long ago. He's joining them as well. They got it all going for them, the New York Rangers, but you, I don't know if they're going to stop the quickness of the Devils uh, here in this series, but I'm also going to go with the New York Rangers at six. I'm just going to throw it out there. The Devils are 3 0 1 against the Rangers this year. Just means nothing. Wow. Playoffs. Everyone's wow. at zero, Russell. You just said it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's just saying. I'll throw it out there. They've, they've, played, just, they've played the Rangers really well this year. It's yeah. such a fun one, man. And both it's teams. Like, the Rangers are so run and gun, but the Devils are so fast. Yes, yeah. And it's not like we got Carolina, which is a fast shooting team, versus the Islanders, who are just shut you down. Like They're both fun. They <laughs> both are so fun and so hectic. Yeah. It, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm excited to see Jack Hughes in the playoffs. I think he's – like, you watch any interview with this kid, and he's, like, so fired up all the time. So, uh, I'm excited. So – We'll get to the last series, and, and and Thomas, I will let you lead this one off. I'll let you and Tom take the lead on this one. For the second straight year, Tampa, Toronto. Thomas, give us the rundown. All right, well, we already know this is going the distance because uh, they don't make <laughs> it easy on us. Um, but again, for the sake of doing it year after year, I think I've been doing this for seven straight years. I'm going to take the Leafs in seven games. Um the biggest opponent for the Leafs is not the Tampa Bay Lightning in this series. It's just, it's always been them. It's always been the own team. It's always been themselves. If they can get the demons out of their heads, they will be fine in this series. I've seen people say like Tampa Bay Lightning, oh, they're they're coming to the playoffs. They're going. They're slow. Oh, I think they lost it, dude. They've never lost it. They've always like thought, thought think we they've lost it, and they go in the playoffs and look fine. They were bad last series, and they still won. <laughs> like, I think people tend to forget that. You can't count the Lightning out. They just had a 50-goal score on their team, um, if we didn't forget about that, because that's the most – I think it's the most underrated 50-goal score I've ever seen in the NHL, at least in my time. They don't want talking about it. Um, they have a lot of things. They've had – they've lost Palat. I know that. They've lost some stuff around the edges. But when it comes to Tampa Lightning, they're going to be a hard team to play. And with the Maple Leafs, we, it's the same song and dance every time. When it gets to crunch time, nobody steps up. Is somebody going to step up this year? Is Matthews going to step up? Is Marner going to step up? Is Nylander going to step up? Is the captain going to step up? There's a lot of people who haven't answered the call yet. And unfortunately, that's what's cost them in the end. Last year, we talked about the depth pieces, Tom, uh, which I, I think I laid it out on both podcasts last year that I think they had a few goals from their depth pieces last year. They have a better depth core now. Like it's there's no excuse now. They have a better team, right? Like we mentioned it, like the depth. Uh, mm-hmm. One of their depth players went to the Islanders, uh, Pierre Engvall. But yep. you know what he did in 18 career playoff games? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Luke Shen will luck into a more assists than Pierre Engvall will. Yeah. Right. And I think the the Leafs will do a lot more hitting this year. Let's let's hope they do a lot more hitting. They have a lot of guys who can throw the body. Um. And Luke Shen, obviously, is one of them. Jake McCabe on the back end, Mark Giordano. There's a lot of guys, but at the end of the day, if you you can't get that timely goal, the Leafs will lose this series, and we all know that. But I'm going to take the Leafs in seven just because I keep taking it year after year, hoping that they'll win the series. But we'll go to you, Tom. I'm going to say Leafs in six. I genuinely, and I know it's Tampa Bay, Russo, like you're going to say Tampa Bay until they don't do it. This Tampa Bay team does not have it. For whatever reason, like even the last game that they played and Tampa Bay had every reason to just run over the Leafs. Uh, it was Joseph Wool and Nett 
only because it couldn't have been the emergency backup kid from Sarnia. They had every excuse to dominate and beat up the Leafs in anticipation of this series. What ended up happening was the Lightning hurt themselves and they lost the game. Patrick Maroon is hurt. They did not come away from that game better off than they went into it, despite all of the cards being in their hand. And I just think the Leafs, for how close that series was last year, how Game 7 was one goal on a questionable call, whatever. Game 6 went to overtime. The Lightning got worse. I don't even know if Tanner Janot is going to play in this game. And he was their big pickup. The Lightning got worse, and the Leafs got significantly better. The Leafs got significantly tougher. They hit. They can fight. They can stand up for themselves and their other teammates. And this year, it's not if Mitch Marner goes cold, which I am still worried about. Because in big games this year against the Bruins, against uh, other important opponents, he did not show up. I'm still worried about that. I don't care because Ryan O'Reilly is here. Somebody else will step up. And the Leafs can attack you from so many different ways. That top nine is so interchangeable. Put Tavares on the wing, put him at center. Put O'Reilly on the wing, put him at center. Put him third line center. Who cares? You can do whatever. The Leafs this year, no matter uh, what Tampa Bay throws at them, are going to be able to handle it. And I think the Lightning... It even starting in the offseason, did everything they could to just keep it together, keep it together, hold it together for one more run, knowing that it would eventually run out. And I think the regular season kind of proved it did. They did not have a good regular season. They had a good enough one last year. They legitimately did not look good this, this regular season. And I think it's finally time that the torch has been passed to a different team. And John Cooper said to himself, He's like he they, they the lightning have a weird admiration for the Leafs in a weird way. So we'll see how this goes, but I'm gonna go Leafs in six. I just I it's it's gonna be a little bit more lopsided than I think than people think. I'm also gonna go Leafs in six. I did predict Leafs in seven last year. Um and I've been saying this all year and especially the last two months, what you guys have been saying. This is not the same Tampa Bay team. No team. I don't care what, what, you know, what era. You can't go four straight cup runs. It's, it's especially in this cap era. It's impossible. Them doing it three times and almost winning three isn't was impossible. Um, it catches up to you. They played by far the most hockey of any other team the last three to four years. Well, three years, um, and just they like you guys have been saying it. Like yes. Don't count them out until they're out, but they were just they have one line and, and that's it. They have point, Kucherov, Stamkos, Hagel throwing Hagel. Sorelli's like mid, kind of. He's good defensively, but he's not he's not much to offensively. I can tell you that. And then Nick Paul and Kalorin. Like their bottom six is awful. Their D core outside of three guys is awful. Of course, they have the best, you know a guy that's already a first ballot hall of famer in net. And that's still the edge there. If he plays up to his capabilities that they have over the Leafs, the Leafs have everything else. They have a better penalty kill. They have a better five on five play, better defense overall in terms of the way they play and, and the, just the number of bodies that they can 
they can insert into the lineup. And then Sam Snoff's been great all year. Um, they added a lot more veteran leadership. Again, they've been doing that with Felino and stuff, but they got guys that are, can still make an impact. And guys like Nola Chari, which is a really underrated pickup. Yeah. Uh, Jake McCabe was a great pickup. Um, they have Luke Shen's there to throw the body. I just think it's up to the big players to, to, to make the impacts in the end, obviously. I just think they have too much help around them to for it to not happen. <laughs> yeah, you like think, it, right? <laughs> it, I would, you would think. Like, it's virtually, if they don't win this year, you have to blow up the entire franchise. Like, I don't care what anyone says that Matthews has one year left, Nylander. People, and people have overreacted, say, to do this in the past. But this particular reason, their GM does not have a contract. And there's plenty of GM opportunities open, specifically one that's in Pittsburgh that's open right now. Um, there is, it's just, you can't keep running it back continuously and hoping for things to change. I'm, uh, I'm going to rain on everybody's parade here. Lightning and sun. I said the lightning were, were good. Yeah. But, um, here, here's the thing. Lightning and seven. Until the Leafs prove me otherwise, I'm always going to take Tampa. Here's my reasoning. The lightning stumbled into the playoffs last year. And we use that. Everyone used that as all oh, the lightning aren't as good as they were last year. They end up going to the cup final with Vasilevsky at like an 888, I think, in that series against the Leafs. They still won it. And without point. For one and without Braden point for game for basically all of game seven. Mm-hmm. Um, look, everything points to here is the Leafs should win. And they should. Throw the depth out the window. No one cares. No one cares about Nolachari, Sam Lafferty, all these third or fourth liners. You can even throw Ryan O'Reilly out the window. No one cares. Okay. This is how the Leafs are going to win. Your big boys, when the sh- when the lights shine the brightest, they need to perform. Because last year against Tampa, they didn't perform. The year before against Montreal, they didn't perform. The year before against Columbus, they didn't perform. The year before that against Boston, they didn't perform. The year even before that against Boston, they didn't perform. I'll give them a pass against Washington because they were all just kids at the time. Matthews, Marner, Tavares. I'm going to leave Nylander out of it because he seems like the only guy to genuinely give a shit in these big moments. Matthews and Marner specifically, when the series gets tightest, when it inevitably goes to seven because we know it's going seven, those are the guys that have to perform at their highest. Matthews, you're an $11.5 million player. Go out and show me. Mitch Marner, you begged and begged and bitched and bitched for your almost $11 million paycheck. You got to go and show me you earned it. Because the guys out there on the other team, the Tampa Bay team, all of their guys prove when the lights are are shining the brightest, every single one of those guys come to perform. Look at Andre Vasilevsky last year. He was brutal. Games one through uh, six and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Game six, third period mm-hmm. overtime. Best goalie on the planet. Game seven last year. Only let in the one. Best goalie on the planet. He came to perform. Nick Paul came and performed and got him his big payday. The Lightning, we know their big guys will play well. We know it. We know Kucherov's going to be there. We know Hedman's going to be there. We know Stamkos is going to be there. You know Point's going to be there. All, 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 the, all these guys are going are gonna to perform when given the opportunity. It's a question of will the Leafs do it? And look, they should win this series. I said it. They should win. I just don't trust them to win. (laughs) And until they do, 
Until they win, I'm going to pick the other team until they do it. Look, if the Leafs win this series, I'd pick them to win the cup because you know something mm-hmm. like that, like that's going to happen, right? We saw it with uh, Washington not being able to slay their demons against mm-hmm. the Penguins. The minute they did it, they won a cup. Go as go as quickly as far back as Colorado last year for their whole thing. They couldn't get by the second round. They go out, they beat St. Louis in such an emotional way, and they go out, they beat Edmonton in in, in four, mm-hmm. and they take down uh, the big dog in the Lightning in six. You know if the Leafs do this, they're probably going to go on a run. If they have to play, if they have to end up uh, facing the Bruins, maybe not. But you know they'll give them a fight. Mm-hmm. But um, they have to have their big boys perform. I don't give a fuck if Nolachari has seven goals in seven games. I don't care. Matthews, I mean, if, if you're having Marner, one dude score seven goals in seven <laughs> games, it gives you a good chance to win the fucking series. It, right, it, so. it, 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 it should. But Matthews, Marner, Tavares, Nylander, this is on you. Michael Bunting, don't be a piece of shit. Just play hockey, and you guys will win. Uh, to me, like again, it's going to be a coin flip, but it, it does come down to goaltending again for me. Is Samsonov healthy? Has it looked like it the last few games? And you have Andre Vasilevsky, who is the best goalie in the world. Um, look, I, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm raining on your parade. I'm gonna go Lightning in seven until they prove me otherwise. They just they know how to perform. In the biggest moments, we've seen it the last three years. They sandbagged us last year and made the finals. They were down 0-2 to the Rangers and still beat them. Uh, we all thought Florida would kill them too, and they ended mm-hmm. up beating Florida in a sweep, right? So uh, never underestimate the power of the Lightning. Just like Kucherov and Point are playing the best hockey of their careers. Yeah. you know, And Stamkos is still really, really good. This isn't like they're on their tail end of their careers, all these guys, right? So I know I kind of went on there, but no, like don't. it even it even pisses me off when I see how talented of a roster this team has. And like, hey, I love Mark Giordano and I love TJ Brody. I like I I would love to see those guys win a cup. Hopefully not in Toronto, but I would love to see them <laughs> win a cup either way. Um, <laughs> um, so I'll take the Lightning in seven. But like I said, the Leafs should win this series, and it wouldn't surprise me if they did. Russo, you fired me up at the start there. I'm not yeah, gonna really, lie, like, you fired me up. Yeah. <laughs> just you know, like fuck, like it, 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 like it just pisses me off when you say how good some of these guys are, and like you know, like these guys bitched and moaned for all their money, and like now it's like, hey, like go and fucking do something. Like like this is could be Dubis's last hurrah as a Leafs GM. Fucking do it for him. Like like he's like, the one that paid all you guys. You know. If they if they win if they beat Tampa like I will say I will agree with you they are like look out yeah they yeah. are going yeah. deep deep yeah, it deep could happen, and but, I but think they un- need to slay their demons first fortunately or unfortunately for them the hardest teams that they'll run into are round one and two yeah well whoever you run into in round three not as hard as the first two whoever you meet in the final not as hard as the first two I mean if Colorado gets there they're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and even the who, Devils. If better? the Devils get there, who's better, Boston or Colorado? Guess we'll find out. Right? <laughs> no, 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 we'll good. find out before this guy said. Well, the regular yeah. season, yeah, the Bruins, <laughs> but, but we know, but we know how good, but we know how good the Avs are, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It, um, get out of the first two rounds, please. Do it. You win the cup. All right. Um, we're gonna do our way too early Stanley Cup final prediction. I don't even remember what mine was. I don't remember. I don't think we did one at the beginning of the year. Um, but 
Um, I honestly, I, I, I legitimately don't think we did, Thomas. I think that's one thing we forgot to do, but it's okay. Um, I'll start with you, Joe. Who is your way too early Stanley Cup final prediction? Oh God, I don't know, man. <laughs> I really don't know. Like, I don't want to go with like Boston because I really don't think or know if they'll actually make the final. Like, yes, they had the best season ever. Uh, I don't know. Like from the West, I'm gonna say Edmonton Oilers. It's because they have the best player to whoever put on skates, and I think, I think Colorado would be the favorite if they were fully healthy and the the same depth as last year. Their depth is awful this year, which might hurt them moving through series and games. Um, I'm gonna go with Edmonton versus. I don't even know, like the Boston Bruins. Like I, I really don't know who's gonna come out of the okay. East, but I don't, I don't, I don't see Boston winning it either. Like I'll go, I'll just go with Edmonton to win the Cup. Let's like, go! Oh, no. I, that, Jesus Christ! That would be that would be a fun one. I don't have any strong predictions to make right now. Um, I need to see Why the games happen. I don't I know it's way it's way too early. Um but I'm gonna go with Edmonton versus Boston. Edmonton's gonna win the cup. Wow. All right. Uh just and just before we move on, who's your con Smythe winner? Say if like if Edmonton wins, who's your con Smythe winner? If uh Boston wins, who's your con Smythe winner? McDavid if Edmonton wins it and Pasternak if Boston wins it. Okay. Tom, let's move to you. Joe, that was the incorrect answer. It was McDavid if Boston wins it as well. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. I, Fair got enough. It. I have the Leafs. I made a bracket. I had the Leafs going to the final. And I reviewed it this morning. And I went, it was going to be a Leafs versus Avalanche. And the Leafs come out on top. I reviewed it this morning. And I went, fuck, it is so hard not to pick Boston Edmonton. That being said, neither of those teams get out of the second round. Wow. It, is, it is so hard not to pick those two. But I have probably a very weird one. Uh, I have Toronto Vegas. In a, and, and Vegas will beat Dallas. Toronto will beat the Rangers. So that'll be wow. that'll be the semifinals. I man, if they if the Leafs beat Tampa Bay, they are going all the way. We said it last year, we said it the year before, and this year again we'll say it. If they be if they went around, they go all the way. And I think Vegas in the West is probably the team to beat. It'll be really interesting to see it. I think it's such a West is so hard but so easy to pick. I'm going Vegas coming out. So Oh yeah, Consmith. Oh yeah, Consmith. Uh, the Brian O'Reilly wins it again. And who for Vegas? If Vegas wins, because you know they never give it to the team that loses. Oh right, uh, Mark Jack Stone. Eichel. Oh uh, yeah, Jack Eichel. Right, I forgot he's there. All right, All right, Thomas. Yeah, so I always go weird with these ones because I don't want to pick the typical one. Even the last year was the typical two teams who were probably going to make it to the finals last year. Um. I'm going to go a bit weird here and say that the Dallas Stars will play the New York Rangers in the Stanley Cup final. Um, two deep teams, two star-studded teams up front. Um, 
two great goalies in the net and two great defensive teams. I just think both teams have it all. I'm high on both of them for some odd reason. And the odd reason is they're both good. <laughs> um, the con Smythe for the New York Rangers, I'm going to say, is going to be Mika Zibanejad. And then for the Dallas Stars, I'm going to say Miro Heiskanen. Okay. So before we move on to Russo, who do you have those teams beating in the semis? I have the Rangers being Boston, and then I have the Dallas Stars beating Edmonton. That would, that oh, would, that would go okay. right. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I was wondering because then like... So I have picked... the winner of it's sort of yours, and yeah. yeah, you picked the two teams I had losing in the semis, yeah, yeah. and yeah, okay, Russo. All right, I want to get weird too. Uh, coming out of the West, I was gonna pick Edmonton, but then I started thinking about it. And I went, you know what? Fuck it. Peter DeBoer is gonna do it again. Uh, Dallas is coming out of the West. They're, it's gonna be on the back of Jay Gonger and that incredible first line out of the East. I'm sticking true to my bandwagon. New Jersey Devils, baby. Jack Hughes is leading the Devils to the cup final. Um, who wins? Who knows? It's going to be Pete DeBoer coaching against his old team. Uh, I don't know if there's any former Dallas Stars on the Devils currently. I don't think there is. Um, but I think that'd be um, – I think this year around would be a, a little more of a fun series. I think the Dallas Stars play a little more fun this time around. Um, if the Dallas Stars win, my MVP is going to be Joe Pavelski. Dude is just timeless. He's on rail. And for the New Jersey Devils uh, – Jack Hughes has to be Jack Hughes. That is a weird dude. It'd be fun. Texas versus Jersey. Be good. Do you have a yeah. semifinal? Um, I'm just trying. To like, no, okay. I'm just like picking it out of my ass. I, I, I originally said uh, New Jersey, L.A., uh, but I have the Oilers winning in round one, so that doesn't really make any sense. Um, I just have Jersey either way. I think Jersey is going to be fun. Like and I think like Vitek Vanacek wasn't that bad this year. He was actually quite good. So like, look, you need league average goaltending in, in the playoffs, and you'll win. You'll get there. Like, dude, what year. was dude? What was Kemper's save percentage last year? I, I'm pretty sure he was sub 900. Yeah, and no, I don't, I don't think Fran sub 900. I think it was sub 910 for sure. And I and I'm and I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure Francois wasn't as good either because he played <laughs> the entire series against Edmonton. Did he That's not? Right, yeah. So, like, you see what I mean? Like, it sh- it, weird shit happens in the playoffs. But then again, like you said, Thomas, we did end up getting the matchup that we thought we would last year with Tampa, yeah. with Tampa, Colorado. It was like the one time it actually happened. Does everyone so, forget that Dallas made like, like a final few years ago? <laughs> and we just don't. No, yeah. no. And they did it under Rick Bonus in really weird circumstances. Uh, and and like, Dobin. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, do you goal. remember who their goalie was? <laughs> This was before the Jason Robertson era. Like, Rupe yeah. Hintz wasn't that good at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, Pavelski had, like, I think a 37-point year his first year in Dallas. Like, he wasn't that good. And, uh, yeah, look at them now. So, all right. Um, do we have anything else to add before we uh, we close this one up for the day? Just please, for the love of God, win a fucking round. <laughs> same here, Tom. Same here. Yeah. Uh, Joe, we'd like to uh, thank you for coming out again. Good luck uh, in the lottery. Yeah, good luck in the lottery. Oh, thank Joe. you. Why don't thank I get a good you. luck either? We have a 0.5% chance of moving up to the sixth overall pick. You, you just know Pittsburgh's getting one of them, right? Yeah. Well, they can only oh. hop 10 spots, right? Like the Flames can. The flames have the 16th best. Like they're 16th, so they can only move up to six. So at best, we're picking six. At worst, we're picking 16th. So that ought to be fun. Anyway, if Florida may miss the playoffs, man. They'd have the same <laughs> odds, I think, as Chicago. I'm so mad. 
Uh, anyway, we will uh, we will get all my depression out of the way later this week. Talking about Flames debrief and how upsetting this past season was. But anyway, um, that is going to do it for this one. The games begin tomorrow. As always, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Burning Leaf Pod, and we will see you guys in the next one.